Hello and welcome to Into Your Life podcast. I'm Lenka and I'm joined here by my wonderful co-host Natalie. Hi, we invite you to join our weekly conversations about finding more life in one's life. Well, what does it actually mean? We have discussions about ways to live happier, healthier and more fulfilling lives, both personally and professionally. That sounds great. Let's go. How about you and meditation? Natalie, our wonderful listeners. In today's short and sweet episode, we would love to chat a little bit more about meditation. And even though we touched on this topic in multiple episodes, we've never done kind of a, not necessarily deep dive, but the personal exploration of what really meditation means to us how we practice it, how we came to it, what it does for us. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So how about you, Natalie, you kick off with giving us a little bit of insight to you know, what meditation means to you. Well, thank you for this, Lenka. Let's um, dig into a, um, a topic that gets my little green jealousy demon coming up and... <laughs> A little, should I say, imp on my shoulder going, you can't do that. Meditation has been a, for me personally, a love and hate relationship. It's something that I really, I get the value of meditation, but I struggle to do meditation. And I have tried different ways of doing it. I have... um you know, looked at the candle, I've done guided meditations, but I find what happens is my brain gets in my own way and I get it, it gets really noisy in my head and I just get frustrated because I start to think, well, my legs are hurting because they're being bent sitting cross-legged and if I lie down, I fall asleep. If I'm comfortable, I fall asleep. And I've tried looking at the candle, just, you know, concentrating on the flame but one of the things that has worked for me, and I don't do it regularly, I do it most probably once a month when I remember to do it, so it's not a habit, is literally just staring into space, just taking 30 seconds or a minute and just stare into space and allow whatever's going on to just go on but not do it. have conscious thoughts. And recently, and she's been one of our guests, is Mariana. She, when we were talking about dreams and that, but she introduced me to a meditation that you do as you fall asleep at night. This is a meditation I can do because she sent me a really amazing meditation to help me. And I just, I fall asleep to her voice I don't use it every night because sometimes I just want the silence. But for me, that seems to work because I don't need to work at it. I'm going to sleep. I'm doing that anyway. Sometimes I listen to a voice. Sometimes I get really distracted and I'm thinking about other stuff as it's going on. And then, of course, in my head, it's like, well, you should be just listening to this. You should. And I find then if I turn off the meditation, it calms me down. So this has been very much a, a love-hate relationship with myself. It's finding the right way to meditate. 
And this has been my experience. So Lenka, how do you find meditation? Because this is something that I know you've talked about quite a bit. Yeah, I am definitely a big fan of meditation and I've tried lots of different ways and, you know, some work and some don't. And I stick with one way for a while and then for whatever reason, I have a need to do something else. I started getting into meditation quite a while ago through introduction of the concept of mindfulness. And I think that's super helpful for anyone who is similar to you having you know, this feeling, this thought that I can never meditate. I'm not the type of a person to just sit cross-legged for an hour and have my mind completely blank and, you know, get into this trance-like state of, you know, feeling, you know, floating or whatever. But the point that really got me into mindfulness was the connection between breath work and neuroscience. Because obviously there's wonderful reasons to show why emotional intelligence and neuroscience and all these um, wonderful modalities, how powerful mindfulness is for our you know, health and well-being and happiness. And I really got into it through mainly the body scan type of mindfulness and breath work. And then I started exploring different things. And there you have kind of a mindful eating type of an experience where you take something, a grape, a strawberry, and you kind of marvel at all the details of how the light is reflecting over it and all the little colors and obviously smells and feels and touch. So it's the sensory type of a meditation. So I think for me, the key learning has been that meditation is not about blanking out and not having any random thoughts coming and being completely empty in your mind but it is more about being non-judgmental with yourself and focusing and building up the practice of focusing on something and as you said it could be looking at a candle it could be following the body with a body scan for me usually the breath works but not just breath it's more of really looking at the sensation and feeling the breath wherever i feel in, in the body it is bringing the attention to the physical sensation rather than just living in the thoughts and it is we say it's a meditation practice and the key word there from an experience it's a practice and even if it means you know 30 seconds each day to start with that's wonderful just finding the ways that really work for you, exploring different ways. Like one of my wonderful mindful moments every day is when I make myself a cup of coffee and I sit down with it. I hold the hot, I hold the hot cup in my hands. I smell it. I look at the bubbles up there. I enjoy the sensation. And yeah, it might be about 10, 15 second type of a meditation, but it gives me the appreciation. It brings in the gratitude it brings in the presence of just focusing on the coffee before the craziness of life comes over. So it's a very long rant for the question of what meditation means to me because I freaking love meditation. 
I had noticed that you love it, but I love how you also brought in this being in the moment because, as you said, that is part of or mindfulness, maybe not classed as meditation as such, but it is mindfulness, just taking that time to absorb the strawberry or your cup of coffee or the smell, the taste, the the feel of it, especially your hands around a warm cup. One thing that that does help me, I don't do it that often and I have no other, I have no real excuse not to do it. I just don't do it, is just walking in nature. Is I love just walking in nature and just listening to what's going on around, just the sounds that are happening. So it's not about having the walk for the exercise, but it's just being in nature and I don't listen to anything when I do that. I I just like to hear what's going on around me and just being aware of the birds singing or voices of people having conversations that are nearby, traffic, whatever it is, is just being being aware of what's going on. And this I find quite calming for me is doing it, but I don't do it that often. It's I live in the UK, it's raining most of the time. So, you know, it's not pleasant to do it in the rain. I like it when it's nice weather and sunny and beautiful flowers are out. So it's something to look at. But it is about finding those moments, whether it's 30 seconds or an hour, it's about finding what works for you. I have a friend who anything below 20 minutes meditation for her is is not worth doing. And I'm thinking 20 minutes, oh my word, that's just gonna freak me out. That's just gonna that just stresses me. But it's finding what works for you. And this is what I love about meditation. It's something different for everybody. It's not one size fits all. It's not do it this way because that's the way that you have to do it. It's finding what works. Is guided meditation your thing? Is five minutes or an hour your thing or 25 minutes? Is walking while you're doing it? Is staring into space? Is falling asleep as you're doing it? First thing in the morning, in the afternoon. It's finding what works for you. And for me, it's the meditation that I can fall asleep to or it's just that giving myself that moment to just literally sit on a chair and stare into space. Just have that glazed look and just take those moments to just stare into space. That slows my brain down. Who knows? Maybe I will get the sitting there cross-legged and for an hour meditation. I envy people who can do it because I think to be able to silence my mind wow, but I'm not putting in the practice. And I know I'm not putting in the practice because I haven't found what I'm passionate about doing or found a way of doing it. I do mindfulness different ways. But I love that you brought up this topic because it's such a brilliant topic and meditation is valuable. So maybe you can share your tips that you have, Lenka, just what works for you to help our audience yeah and I think just want to say you know when you were talking about it your type of meditation is just looking into a blank space 
that's pretty much it. Like what you're doing there, it's you're getting your brain into the alpha wa waves because we know that our brain works on different waves depending what type of activity we're into because there's electrical signals in there. And alpha waves are the waves of things such as daydreaming and meditating or simply practicing mindfulness, being mindful, being in a moment. And it's a place where our brain can rest and relax a lot. And why is it important? It's because it then gives us this clarity and focus. And one of the things I've been talking quite a lot lately with super busy freelancers and entrepreneurs, it's, you know, I don't have the 15 minutes to meditate. I'm so busy. I only have like five minutes to get myself a cup of tea. And that's where I always say that, you know, but for each minute of meditation, you will often get five, seven, 10, 15 minutes worth of focused clarity time when you feel a lot more in a flow and you're a lot more creative in your business. So it's such a worthy investment rather than stressing out for 15 minutes before your next client call or quickly going through the emails or you know scrolling through social media because, hey, let's be honest, how many minutes or hours per day we waste on social media? Just attempting to meditate, even if it's just looking out of the window and watching people walk by or watching the grass move or whatever it is, that makes a difference. So my tip would be is to, first of all, give meditation a try. Don't feel the pressure that meditation has to be something of a certain way. It See it more as the art of and practice of noticing, being present, being in the moment, letting the brain rest, bringing in more of the bodily experiences with your senses and giving your thinking brain a little bit of a break. And where do you start? It really depends on what is your preference. You said it, Natalie, that there's so many ways that don't work for you and so many things that do work for you. And I will always say that look at those pockets of time in your day that you already have where you could be doing a mindful activity, be it making your kappa, be it cooking, be it eating, be it sitting in a toilet or brushing your teeth or walking the dog, like all of these mundane things that we do every day. They can either be done in a lot more mindful way or we can add a minute before, a minute after, somewhere around it, a couple seconds of just a few deep breaths, closing our eyes or letting the eyes just soft gaze to really reap these wonderful benefits of just giving our brain a break. And I'm sure that we have so many wonderful listeners who would have something to add, who do meditate, who have their own meditation, mindfulness journey. And uh, we would love to encourage you, do let us know. Let us know what type of meditation you enjoy, how did you get into it, what benefits you see, because I think that we still need to talk about it a lot more because there is a group of people who talks about it a lot, which are the people who meditate. And yet there is a massive group of people who feel still that there is this barrier between them and meditation. And I hope that our podcast can be a tiny little drop of water 
in this pool to allow people to feel more at ease when it comes to meditation. If you enjoyed listening to our conversation, please share it with your friends and colleagues and don't forget to subscribe. We would love it if you could give us a five-star rating and write a short review.